big beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week at Feel in the Blank Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. A tell- little hungover, but... <laughs> I was just about to say, tell everybody about your your day yesterday. Yeah, I had uh, had brunch at Port and Park. Port, Port and... I've never heard whatever. of it. Whatever. It was, was good. It was good? It was, was the food good? It was good. I had a sh- shakshuka. What is that? It's like, I think it's an African dish, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, But they basically uh, cook eggs in this like tomato base sauce Mm -hmm. and stuff. I think it's Jewish. Is it Jewish? Shashuka. Yeah, what you said. That's Ariel. You all, we have our our producers here popping in in the background to help. To move us forward. Yeah. It's a new thing that we're going to be trying. I'm actually really excited about it. I am too. This is something that I've been wanting for a really long time because I said it, what, sometime last year, I was like, we should put a mic back here with them so people can, you know, hear what they're saying. Because it's not like, I mean, they're always included in the conversation anyway. And we always talk about them. You all know Ariel and Asia. Yeah. So it'll be cool. Now you all can get familiar with them in a different way yeah and learn their voices and stuff too yay <laughs> but um so it's jewish it's actually african oh, oh that sounds right <laughs> i thought it was jewish because real housewives of new york oh they had a whole thing where she was making shashuka oh. i've heard about somebody making it before yeah. but i didn't know what it was and the girl who made it was jewish oh, oh okay oops, oops. It's okay so it is african you were right <laughs> Woohoo. I like being But right. it was good? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was really uh, good. Interesting. Um, and then I had bottomless mimosas. That is never a good idea with me. Honestly, it doesn't take very much for me to get uh, lit nowadays. <laughs> so, like, if I have a glass of champagne, mm-hmm. I'm normally fin- feeling a little like this. Little, woo-woo. little sauced. <laughs> Ow. A little sauced on the inside <laughs> with the with the one glass. So I can only imagine you I had in like three or four. I was like, well, I gotta get my money's worth. So oh you know. yeah. What about you? How you doing? I'm good. Um what's been going on? I'm pretty good. I feel like I had a really cool moment mm-hmm. at work on Friday mm-hmm. where I was just like, oh my gosh, I actually really like my job. Oh my God. And I'm I not annoyed that. being here. Like I'm oh, happy to be here. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that for you. Yes. And I think it's also good that it's like a pretty space too. I, I'm very aesthetically motivated. So and I think that's like if that. I'm someplace that's pretty and there's tons of light and all that, I'm just like, <laughs> I can do anything. Full of life. Yeah. So being able to go into a workspace that's like pretty and bright yeah. and have cool people to work with and playing music and look at you watching TV while we at work. That's what you're living the dream. You're living the dream. Living the dream. That's beautiful. So yes, I am doing well. Oh. This one has been getting on my nerves, Violet, but I mean she knocked out right now. She I'm is glad. A slump. I'm glad. I mean, after she wreaked havoc for <laughs> Kayla, All beforehand. Kayla over here got the spray bottle just ready. I do. Just ready. I do. 
So she needs to know that I am not the one to be played with. <laughs> Play with somebody else, not me. She said, <laughs> I'm dead. But okay, so today we have a fun topic to talk about. That was inspired. That was inspired by Wendy Williams. Yes. We watched the the trailer for her new docu-series. Mm-hmm. The docu Is it a documentary or a docu-series? I'm pretty sure it's a documentary. I think it's a documentary. But... um. On Lifetime. Yeah, and it, it just brought up a lot of thoughts. <laughs> like a lot of thoughts. Tons of tons of thoughts. Yeah. You could start. What, what are your thoughts about from when you saw the trailer? Mm. First of all, it was really hard. I mean, I won't say it was hard to watch, but it was really sad to watch. Just watching where she is right now versus like, you know, when I used to watch her on TV and she was in better health and she had a successful business, a talk show host, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. And then I'm sure like the, I read some of the comments and people were actually really supportive, but then other people were also like, this is her karma. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts on that? I don't subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't subscribe. Um, I feel like it's really... It doesn't come from a good place and it's, it dismisses the humanity of people when you blame good, yeah. their like things, bad things that they've done and you connect it to their health situations. I think that there's a, tons of people who end up in not great health situations and who it has healthy people. Yeah. That have nothing to do. There are people who are mean people and they have great health. There are people who are mm-hmm. nice people and they have bad health. So yeah. I just, for me personally, I don't like to make those connect- connections necessarily, mm. um, specifically when it comes to health related things. But I do think that um, it is sad. I felt very sad to see where she's at. I just don't like to see anybody suffering. I It is difficult. And it was very obvious from the trailer. It was very raw and real and it felt very uncut yeah just how much she's truly struggling and how uncomfortable she is and yeah. i don't like to see people in those uncomfortable positions yeah. like there were hints about her losing her memories yeah so it makes me wonder if like is this documentary almost exploitation because mm. of the fact that and uh, i can see why you say that but I kind of don't feel like it is because of the fact that she wants it. One thing that was pretty like consistent throughout was that she wants so badly to be back on camera. Yeah. And I feel like because of the fact that she's not necessarily in the health to host the way that she did previously, I think that this is really the best way for her to be back on camera. I don't really think. Um... Wendy Williams believes in like good media and bad media. I think she thinks media is like all media, media. is good media. Yeah. I definitely think that her style of journalism, mm-hmm. I, you know, if that's what we're going to call is it. Is it journalism? Well, uh, for me personally, it's not. This yeah. is, but that's because I went to school for journalism and I learned. You're like, that's not it. That's not journalism. <laughs> Oprah uh, Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. That's journalism. Because, I mean, I think that, I think that when you talk about journalism, one of the main things that I learned about it is that your biases are kept aside. Yeah, And, and so 
if you are just up here constantly like spewing your opinions about yeah. things and yes, you might be still like upholding some standards of journalism, like educating and mm. you're sitting on camera and you're talking and you're hosting, but you're not necessarily reporting information without bias, you mm. know, mm -hmm. or taking kind of like a step back. And for me, when I think about hosts that do a good job at that, the first person that comes to mind is Oprah because mm -hmm. of the fact that she like, I don't think that it's, it's the complete absence of opinions, but I just think that it comes from a more like, what's the word? She allows the story to unfold through yes. the person's words. Yes. She would let the people come on her show. Yes. And they would talk about mm -hmm. their own stories mm -hmm. versus Wendy Williams would see a headline or hear about news and then just gossip about it. Right. And, uh, and we know that a lot of, these headlines and different things. And I think this is the reason why it's problematic because a lot of these headlines and things are not always true. Mm -hmm. They're not always factual. And so for her to be in the industry with those people and they're probably like, you, if anybody should understand mm -hmm. that all of these things are not true, you should get it. So for you to sit up here and talk shit, she's made so many enemies with other people that are in the same industry as her because of that. Exactly. Yeah. Don't nobody like their business to be plastered out there. It's what? Oh, it's like just because I'm a public figure doesn't mean that you can talk about my business publicly. Yeah. So I think the interesting thing with Wendy Williams is that she started in radio. And with her right. starting in radio, oh, she right. started as a shock jock. So her whole thing is to kind of create controversy and like mess for mm -hmm. people to tune in to listen on the radio mm -hmm. and gossip about it. Mm -hmm. She's not like she went to school to get her degree in, in journalism. journalism. You know, yeah. she's just reporting on the shocking topic. She just messy. Yeah. yeah. To talk about. <laughs> she just she's messy. like, I, I'm here to stir the mess. And she, she, and but she that did. just goes to show like also what people are truly attracted to in society for her to go from that small role to having an entire show of her own that was wildly successful it was people are attracted to that they love the mess yeah which is why also even when you think down to like uh reality shows quote unquote reality shows like love is blind like mm -hmm. you can't have like a super feel good show like that because people want to see messiness they do and and that's the thing like at the end of the day it's entertainment yeah so it it's, it's not necessary. I know it's real people's lives. And that's the part that I have a difficult time with. I feel like they, there should maybe be a little more tact. Yeah. And balance Empathy. to it. <laughs> like, okay. I think that you can, you can have fun and have a key key yeah. without being completely like messy and rude to people. Yeah. Cause I think that sometimes like, even with us as podcasters, yeah. like we sit here and we talk about different people Hot all topics. the time. Yeah. Hot topics. And we talk about all types of stuff. Like I was kind of going in on Krishan, but <laughs> I also was just like, you know what? I really hope that she kind of finds her way. Yeah. I'm personally done. I can't engage in it anymore. Yeah. But I think that there, there has to be a certain amount of balance to it where it's not just you tearing people down. It's like remembering that they are people. They're human. Yeah. They're human. And they're living their lives under a spotlight. And yeah. it's like, just imagine if your life was completely put. I don't think that's natural for anybody. It's not. I really, and I get why Beyonce is just kind of like withdrawn. I so get it. 
I get why she's so withdrawn. But also there's like a double-edged sword to that because people don't feel as connected to her, which mm-hmm. is why her brands don't sell well. That's so true. And this is a good point to bring up. Um, Wendy often told her like studio audience, like, I'm just like you. Um, mm-hmm. And that was a big part of like what made her so relatable mm-hmm. um, because it feels like Wendy didn't really make like connections and relationships with celebrities or people in the industry because mm-hmm. she knew like eventually one day she would have to talk about them. Yeah. So that's like the difference. Like Wendy Wendy versus like Oprah. Oprah has all these relationships with all these people. And then Wendy was like very much so didn't really have those types of relationships facts, because facts. of the difference. What but, would you pick? Yeah. If what? it was you, like, would you maneuver? And I mean, I guess it's we're kind of in the position because we're podcasters and like the the more we grow, like which position would you rather be in? Would you be in a position where it's like, I'm going to do what I need to do so that my community is fed with mm-hmm. what they want. And, uh, you know, what what I got to report on is what I got to report on. So that's the thing. I think I, I had to actually think about that when I want, when I decided I wanted to do a podcast in general mm-hmm. and I knew what would do well mm-hmm. and would do well fast. Yeah. Um, like talking about love is blind and like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, reality TV, gossiping about reality TV. I knew that that would do well and do well fast. Mm-hmm. However, I think us being the kind of people that we are, at the end of the day, we care more about like our integrity and like making a positive impact, yeah. not just like making a impact, but mm-hmm. a very positive one. So like, yeah, we have fun doing those episodes, but that's not the gist of this podcast. Right. At the end of the day, we want to create a safe space for, you know, people to feel seen and understood. Yeah. Um, and talking about reality TV just doesn't, I mean, do that. that doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, and I feel even when we do do it, it's so funny because it's like we do it from a lens that is different than like we've been using Wendy Williams as mm-hmm. an example. Like we're not necessarily coming from the lens of like, let's be messy. And I heard blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's more so connected to the. Okay, let's analyze. Like, let's let's psychoanalyze this person. We love psychoanalyzing people. I feel like that's why I love watching reality TV. For yes. Real. Oh my god, me and Alex will sit there and watch Ninety Day Fiance and You've just been like obsessed. I've been <laughs> I've been obsessed. It's it's actually I'm pretty sure it's ruining my brain cells. But like, we'll sit there and we'll just psychoanalyze the shit out of these people, and we'll talk about like why they are the way that they are. But like, that's why I enjoy it, not for the the legit messiness of it. But yeah, like, I don't know. It's just fun. I think the double-edged sword, too, with, like, just talking about someone's messiness and it just being based on gossip is that we all have mess. So it's not like we're immune to then someone looking at us and being like, but wait, what happened with you? Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello. I'm actually, hello. (laughs) People have literally talked shit about me. And I think that's why another reason why I uh, have so much empathy for, like, celebrities, I've felt it on a very, very small scale, like an extremely small scale. but not extremely small. Okay, but it's not that small. I was about to say, not extremely small. You almost have a million followers. I don't know how small that is, but well, I think it's still pretty small compared to like I don't know someone who's constantly in the limelight. Like yeah. I was, it was an international show. Oh my god! Okay, and you were like topic of discussion for like and two years. You were the breakout star. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. DC was. Everyone, no, no one recognized. <laughs> no. No one knows who I am anymore from that day. And I promise you, if you go up to anyone, especially especially white people, 
If you go up to them and be like, oh, do you remember season two? They go, yeah, that that Indian girl was on there with that Indian guy. Right. That's it, literally all they remember. Notice the key words you said anymore. I'm talking about when the show came out, oh. who was the person that everybody was the most attracted to their storyline? You're also talking about white people. So that's <laughs> yeah, there are cultural differences when you watch a show. Like <laughs> it's true. Within the black community, <laughs> you are the star. Okay. Hello. Okay. I just need you to anyway, understand I will speak that. on the Hispanic community as well. <laughs> The minorities that Puerto Ricans sometimes Asia, um, but uh, so I understand to an extent like what it's like for people to just be talking about you, especially it's like again like some of it was public, yes, but you're so publicly talking about my very private business mm-hmm. um, without my consent <laughs> granted yeah. you don't need it i guess because it's somewhat public mm. but it just i i empathize even when we were talking about the whole jada thing it's like no but you don't know like there might be something in the behind the scenes like we just don't understand blah 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 it just gives you another like source of empathy i definitely think that like you being on the show and me having connection to you made me view like celebrities and people that are just in the limelight differently. Mm. And it gave me a different sense of like understanding, like just seeing the process of like what you all went through Mm. behind the scenes and then the aftermath of that. And I just, I feel like specifically reality TV stars have like a very strange experience that's very unique to other people because Mm -hmm. even with like celebrities that are like the big celebrities that we look at they have a build up to that you know reality tv stars become celebrities overnight yeah like i literally sat and watched your page because i I couldn't wait to see i was like this is gonna be so crazy and i remember me and marcus were in charlotte and i was like we were like let's look at ayana and jared's pages like as it's going and so we're sitting there at the table the show drops i literally watch you go from like 500 followers Mm -hmm. to I check 30 minutes later you have like 300,000 followers Mm -hmm. then I check again you have a check mark next to your name Mm -hmm. and it's just all this stuff just like it just happened. It was crazy. It was crazy. It I was in happened. shock myself. <laughs> I was, and I had had to literally turn off my notification because it was happening so overwhelmingly fast. Yes, literally within a weekend mm-hmm. of time. The next, you know, all these people are talking about me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, whoa, chill. That's also like not very a natural thing. It's not. <laughs> it's really not. And I was living such a abnormal experience in front of so many people even even something that's supposed to be natural like a marriage was so wildly unnatural yeah and that's the reason why i say like there there's a little there's a little piece like with reality tv stars you all have a very different experience than Mm -hmm. other people that are in the industry because now you all are in you're engulfed in this industry but you didn't necessarily have the experience that everybody else had where they're like oh like I wanted to be Mm -hmm. a celebrity and I worked for years to gain the (laughs) following like Mm -hmm. y'all literally overnight just blow up and some people want that but then there's other people that feel indifferent about it it's like okay Mm -hmm. yeah I know I went on a tv show and this is what comes with it but it's also like shit I didn't expect all this or I didn't know about these things but I mean to I digress but going back to the the topic of just like with the good and bad media, I feel like that's an important thing to consider because it's like with you being on a show like that and just all the reality TV stars, like you're somebody that if Wendy Williams was still going, she could potentially sit on the show yeah. and talk about yeah. you. 
and your business. Uh, I remember, I remember for some, okay, there were a couple of people who would talk about me and it made me automatically not like them. <laughs> Even Ooh. though that was like their job yeah. or like they were, you know, they were just doing what other, everyone else were do, was doing. But I was just like, ew, I don't like them. Mm. I can think of one person specifically. What would they say? Like, what were they saying? Sometimes it was just like, just calling me like naive or mm. like you know it's when they add characteristic traits to someone that they don't know yeah. like there's one thing if you talk about it as if like you just talk about it objectively like oh this this and this happened like this is my opinion of what i think will happen blah 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 but then to add characteristic traits to someone that you don't know it's mm-hmm. like please shut up yeah please shut up and it's also the fact of like taking into consideration that this is an edited produced show yeah it's an edited show and i don't understand how people don't get I'm about to go back on the topic, but I don't understand how people literally don't understand that you could not see what everybody else saw. Like you did not know what everybody else knew watching the show. Like we're watching the show now in hindsight, stuff that was going on without your knowledge. So how... People are stupid though. How... And people, people take media and like believe it for face value. Yes. Like, literally for face value. And they don't understand there's a lot of other context that you don't get about stuff. Yeah. Like, you, you this, they're making, like, a long experience, <laughs> a really long experience into, like, a one-hour episode. Yeah. I remember that's something that Cameron, because uh, I reached out to Lauren and Cameron beforehand for advice. And I think Lauren at that time was just too big. So she didn't even, I don't know if she saw my message or what, but I know Cameron responded to me and he was like, he was like, I just want to forewarn you. Like, you're not going to really have a chance to defend yourself or talk about what really happened because people aren't going to care. They're going to see what they see and they're going to take it for face value. And then that's it. So you kind of just got to accept it. Like you don't have a choice. Mm. Like when it comes to stuff like that and the way that people report on it, it's mm. like what you're talking about. That's what draws the line to me between like good media and bad media. And now because of the fact that we really don't have talk show hosts like that, it's po- podcasting is the avenue to yeah. do talk show type things. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of people because it's just so accessible for yeah. everybody to just do this people don't keep into consideration like the true skill sets and the talents that it takes Mm -hmm. to be you're like a media specialist Mm -hmm. like to be able to share stories and be a storyteller in a way that is digestible for people yeah where you're also not trying to willingly offend people and i think that's super biased right biased and i think that that's where my my issue with wendy kind of comes in and i feel like though She's made a huge cultural impact. Like, I can't necessarily deny what she's done Mm -hmm. for Black people and just, like, the representation of seeing somebody. Because Oprah is, like, very different from Wendy Williams. Mm -hmm. Like, what Ariel shared, like, she started off as a radio talk show host. And, that like, that seems like something like, okay, like, that could be me. Mm -hmm. Like, I could do that. And the way that Oprah got to her success is just so, like... She she did kind of do the groundwork because she was a newscaster she was for a professional. all that time. But for her to get a talk show out of just like doing the news, do you know how many people do crazy. the news every day that and don't get crazy. their own daytime talk show? That is crazy. It's wild. It's why and how long it would typically take somebody to do something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's it's extremely difficult. So I think that the avenue that Wendy 
took is definitely more um, relatable yeah. for more people. Like, okay, like talk on the radio and then eventually be able to like get into talk show hosting. Yeah. I mean, people are doing it now with their podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that it's just a stark difference. I think you have to be careful with the power that you have. Yes. And how to use it responsibly. <laughs> I think that that's just kind of like a, a difficulty with media in general in our generation, like podcasting or talk show hosting aside. I think that uh, people see things and they see the shiny aspects of it mm-hmm. and they just feel like, oh, well, I can do that. But it's like, like what you were saying, Asia, there's no real artistry attached to it. Like, what is your attachment to actual storytelling like you want to create content for people and you want to have a podcast or have a talk show but you also don't know how to like get a message across you want to create pretty content for people to see but then you also don't have the aspects of like being an authentic person Mm -hmm. and like being raw and vulnerable in front of a camera so that people can have the re the relatability <laughs> have the relatability aspect attached to it. So I just think that it it creates like what we see right now an oversaturation yeah. in the field of media content creation, shoot, even music. Hello. Because what's <laughs> happening it's it's all microwavable. It's it's there is no like real intention being put behind it. Everybody's just like, well shit, I could do it. So let me just do it. If I wanted to drop a song today, I could. <laughs> I could. Let the beat drop. I could. And I could put it on TikTok. All I need is the little beat. I could say anything. If Ice Spice can hop on a track and I'm say, dead. you think you the shit, I'm bitch, dead. you not even the fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and she's not. Wait, is she really? That's what but Ariel for what? told. For that song? No. For why? It's probably, and I bet like the Barbie, and I still want to party. Yeah, I think so. Look at the look of disgust on Kayla's face right now. She's nominated for Best New Artist, Best Rap Song for Barbie World. I told you. Best Pop Duo Performance for Karma, and Best What the hell is Karma? I don't know. Who listens to I Spice? People. Alex. Shut up. I swear to God. I'll be talking so much shit. And he's like, no, don't do that. It's ice spice. I'm like, <laughs> I can't. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, she has four nominations. That's crazy. And it's, it's, it's important to mention, too, that these were all, where most of her nominations had to do with her collaboration with Nikki. Right. Which is another thing when we talk about influence and impact, we won't even get into it, but. You, she has the opportunity to do that for actual rappers that are good. Hmm. But, but she, me. but she, she bad. That's why because she's intimidated by them. Right. I'm bad like no. the Barbie. <laughs> like, how do you get nominated for a Grammy for that? And then best new artist, I'm Barbie, Stacy, Nikki. All of the Barbies are pretty. All of the Barbies are bad. It girls, and we ain't playing tag. That's wow. bad. It's crazy when you when you just say it out loud. That's terrible. It girls, and, you and know we ain't playing tag. Crazy? Is I feel like none of us have volunteered to go listen to that music. We've been force fed. TikTok. Yes. So we and know that's the why lyrics. I know the lyrics. <laughs> I have never not once in my life played an Ice Spice song on my phone. <laughs> but why do I know the lyrics? Because y'all be on, on TikTok. <laughs> that's why I'm so curious to see what her uh, her career does now that Universal is taking all the music. I'm from. very interested. And even 
Oh, okay. Since we're going down this <laughs> rabbit hole, even the quality of like what is put into performances. Come on, come I on. just saw. So they had like a Spotify party for pre Grammy stuff, mm-hmm. and Ice Spice was there. She literally has a dress on, and I I don't want to make this an Ice Spice bash session, but I I just. I'm confused. I, I just don't get it. She had the dress up to here, and all she's doing on stage. <laughs> she made okay, me think, but I'm thicker. Now I gotta go watch it. Think I'm thicker. <laughs> like, girl, what? All the bitches are thick right now. Like, you're not doing nothing special. It's not the most special thing that she had was the ginger curly fro, and she ain't been wearing that recently. Yeah, that was so. Her it's cause. just like what. Why are we go. doing this? I gotta go. We're gonna post it to the story. You gotta post it to the story so everybody else can see. <laughs> Thick, but I'm thicker. Ow. <laughs> I'm just like, girl. So, what do you think about the lotto versus ice spice? She's gonna, she's gonna eat her ass up. Lotto's gonna eat that ass. She's gonna eat her up. And it's gonna be over for you, ice spice. It's done. <laughs> done. So, I don't even know why ice spice is res- like that's just the New York in her. Like, she's trying to get down. I, I hear you. I feel you. You don't want to be disrespected. But when it comes to that rap shit, Lotto has been doing this forever. We talk about artistry and we talk about people who are not like by happenstance, they blow up. Or mm-hmm. I just ma- made a little bebop sound that got popular on TikTok. Lotto has been doing this forever. She's been doing this for a very long time. She is a good rapper. Like, even if people like her, like, personally like her to listen to her music or not, there's no doubt that if you look at her, she has lyrics. Like, she's a lyricist. She knows how to write. She knows how to rap. She has bars. She got skills. She worked for it. Ice Spice needs to calm down. Artistry. Yeah. And I feel like... When they do stuff like this, where they nominate people like Ice Spice for the Grammys, it devalues the platform. Like, you can still, like, Ice Spice is still important for the landscape of music. You can yes. still have fun music that you want to look cute to, you want to get ready. Right. But then when you put it on the platform of a for Grammy? a Grammy, it kind of slights the people who work really right. hard and take their time with their music. Yes. And it's just like, why are we doing that? Right. Why are we rewarding Bad behavior. That's what I'm saying. Where is the separation? Where is, Where the, is the separation? Is the yes. No, just that's no, because it's it's honestly like that would be, and I don't think that she's graminated because I haven't heard I, this would be a main topic, but that'd be like sexy red. Getting Grammy nominated for my booty hole brown. Like, we cannot reward that, y'all. Like, okay, yeah, it's fun music if you drive around the car and you drunk, but like are we really going to put this up for nominations to say that this is amazing music? That's crazy. Is that what we're going to do here? What even is the criteria for like why people get Grammys? It's probably numbers. I was just going to say. It's probably it's numbers. numbers I, I mean. Ugh. I think that they've got caught in like an industry game. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's really about the artistry anymore. It's more so the connections, I the people agree. that you know. What this will do for the, what are they called? Agency. What is the music like the record companies. Record yeah. I think it's a record label game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. I mean, it has to be. It has Ice to Spice be. Is graminated. <laughs> I, look, <laughs> I was saying to, um, I was telling Marcus, I think this was yesterday because I, we had this whole big argument. This was at the beginning when, um, when Sexy Red first came out and we were having an argument about Glorilla and Sexy Red. And I was saying how I feel like Glorilla is really a rapper for real. I was like, if I see, if we're putting up Glorilla and Sexy Red, I I personally can see that Glorilla can 
come out with actual like music with bars yeah. like versus sexy red yeah but marcus was like but sexy red is gonna blow up and she's probably gonna be bigger than glorilla because this is what the people like that's crazy they want to hear people that their trash. booty holes are brown people want trash trash music trash media the kids are singing my booty hole is brown y'all like this is, we're in trouble <laughs> we're in danger emergency <laughs> emergency <laughs> the kids are saying they booty holes are brown but honestly, it's not that bad because as a kid, you make jokes like that, like my booty hole brown. But no, you don't. Yes, you do. No, you, you say don't. silly stuff. I wouldn't say I that. I think the concern ever in the state of emergency is that this grown ass woman is walking around <laughs> talking about her booty holes brown. I would accept it from a child more than a grown ass adult with kids. But the kids, are, the kids are singing it. But we were we were also singing Trina. And Adele made it. We were singing That's Trina in middle school. I mean, I, I mean, I was. You know what's you up? You just played that knickknack game where you were talking about Miss Mary, Matt, Matt, throw the, wrap the baby in a tissue, <laughs> throw it down the... <laughs> throw it down the... <laughs> no, you know what song I was thinking about that I used to sing as a as a child mm. that was really wild. Mm. I want to l- 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 lick you from your head to your toes. Then I want to move from the bed down, down to the, the, down to the, the, the floor. floor. Then I want to... You made... That was a shit. If you think back, that's crazy. It is. But I just feel like it's the bluntness. Like, it's just so vulgar. It's vulgar vulgar to say that your butthole is brown. (laughs) There's no, like, it's just the words that they use now. Like, yes. They actual saying the pedussy word. Like, it's just really (laughs) explicit. (laughs) Again, there's no, like, artistry in it, no, like, metaphors, no, like, you know, because, like, but someone who's really good at doing stuff like that is Wayne, where he would like, and it would take you a minute. Actually, there was a Wayne song uh, the other day. I can't even remember what the bar was, but I was randomly like washing dishes or something. And the song was playing in my head and I finally understood what he was saying. I was like, whoa, yeah, that's what he was saying. It, it takes, you have to be smart because you have to have a knowledge of a lot of different things for you to connect dots like that. But this is the problem. Skill. This generation don't care about that they want microwave stuff they want to show the platter but also the society that we live in rewards them for it so that's it's like true. where where that's now true. where do we go from here that's true we where go nowhere we we are turning into the old heads like back in my day they was <laughs> Wayne was dropping bars y'all rappers ain't doing shit like we sound like the old people we we're we the do. old people now because it's just it's not wow. That's crazy. Hitting. Like, I don't like that. But that's, you know what the kids true. like now. When I was working at uh, the high school, they no, not the high school. When I was at the middle school, a lot of them were talking about like Rod Wave. Who's Rod, Rod Wave? Wave. <laughs> not who's Rod Wave. <laughs> he sings those like really sad. I would say they're kind of depressing. Oh. But. Look, I was listening <laughs> last night. I was listening to Tink. Ooh, <laughs> when she said, sick of this, keeping on the DL shit. You say you're at the crib when you out with a bitch. You say you're at the crib when you leaving the place. I pull up to the crib and you lie to my face. You like, baby, you my all in all. I was in the bathroom oh when I missed you. Call. No, you was in the back. So you sound like an athlete doing everything that you said you wouldn't. Hey, I said, bro, Tink was going fucking crazy. She is cold. What? What the, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Maybe thick, but I'm thicker. That's what we yeah. listening to. And think was in there. I'ma text Ryan, FaceTime Brian, call up Keenan, and this is what we are listening to. I'm just 
I'm sick. So do you guys feel I'm like we I'm can sick. come back from this? No. No, listen. In, in terms of like, okay, oh, damn. now that we have, we like, think about it. You guys have this platform. Right. And these are things that you guys have control to be able to highlight. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, do you guys feel like there but, is some... I think I think there okay I think some people are kind of like sick of it and are gravitate to things like our podcast because they want some good substance but also I mean still look at like other podcasts who they're mainly talking about like gossip or like reality TV those always do better they than like do our well. podcast yeah they do they do really well it people are attracted to mess I mean that's all I really have to say about it and I think that there's the group of people who are not attracted to mess, and those are the people who will gravitate towards towards this type of stuff. But the people who want to be in mess, the people who want microwavable, the people who want quick fix, that's what they're going to get. It's important to note the age group that is gravitating towards those different things. So I don't know if we can necessarily... Like the younger generation is the younger generation, and that's what they like. They yeah. like that, and I don't think that... Like, if they listen to us talk, they'd be like, y'all so out of touch. Like, y'all don't even know <laughs> Maybe what... Maybe we are, sure. Yeah, yeah but I mean, in a way, we're not necessarily out of touch, but we're not maybe fully current yeah you know like we have a mindset and a perspective that is not because we're older I yeah think maybe maybe when we were younger we would have been gravitating to stuff like that too. we would have <laughs> we would have been <laughs> fucking it up i mean yeah like it i'd be like it's just thick but i'm thicker <laughs> <laughs> but i think now mm-hmm. since we're like you know heading into our 30s it's like you know we we want more real and we grew up like where we gravitate towards what you grew, grew up with so yeah. that's kind of what the standard is since we grew up with the little wayne's and like j cole bars. and people who was dropping bars. bars it's just like listening to this quality is i think it's also important that because when we talk about generational things like yeah, we're we're this generation and we grew up to different things in the newer generation, but we set like we are supposed to help bring up the next generation. And I think it's important that when we think of people who co-sign these types of artists, I'm sorry, but like Drake. Yeah. Like that's a great song. Ben that is over. <laughs> okay, but it's like you're co-signing these types of artists. Hey, hey, you hey. get what I'm saying? Versus like the people with actual talent and the people that uh-huh. are actually doing, you know great things yeah yeah i think though it's hard because it's a situation where everybody wants to put themselves in a position where they're okay mm-hmm. and so it's like Mar- marcus and i were talking last oh my gosh we were talking last night kind of about this because we were talking about wale oh, and he was like i can't wale. believe that like wale fell off and i was like but he didn't fall off he kept making he didn't change with what everybody else was doing and so then it made wale fall off but he didn't fall off literally yesterday i was playing i was trying to play uh oh i was about to play a wale and j cole song and uh alex was like i don't think i've ever heard someone say their favorite artist is wale and i'm like wale used to be my favorite i loved wale wale and Lupe Fiasco. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow, that's crazy. But it's just like those are the type of artists that made they they stuck to their guns. They made the type of music that they made. And when the times change, they weren't necessarily saying like, oh, well, people aren't listening to music like this anymore. So let me do kind of like what Drake did and get sexy red on the track because that's who the people like. They're just like. 
I, I don't make that type of music. And if this is what the music industry is going to be, then I'm just not going to be able to, I'm not going to, I don't think they ever necessarily, because Wale just came out with an album not that long ago. That was a few years ago, but it didn't hit the way that yeah. his old ones did because the music game has changed. Yeah. Wow. So interesting. So interesting. Well, Society. do you have any final thoughts about good media versus bad media? Maybe what what you feel like we specifically are committed to here, um, being people who are in media, like mm-hmm. and having our voice to share about stuff. Like, what do you feel like you're committed to so that we can be kind of like the representation of all the things that we don't like. I think what I what I was committed to before I started this podcast and uh, yeah, I think I'm still committed to that. I'm just like wanting to make a positive impact um, and, and helping people feel seen and understood. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, we be kikiing and like, you know, talking about the team. But, yeah. but even still, it's like, even with that, it's like we always try to, incorporate empathy and and you know because people are people Mm -hmm. um and i don't i don't want to be a part of that part of society who are just like you know look at people as objects or or entertainment or just you know that because that's not it's not realistic but yeah most definitely i think that um i'm just committed to us like you everything that you said and just being able to like make sure that there's art in what we're doing here. Like, yeah. uh, I think that that at the end of the day, even though that there are people who are always going to be attracted to mess, the people who typically have the longest standing and like long lasting things are people who truly have talent and art behind what they're doing. And so, um, even though, like you said, could have went a completely different route and came up super fast. Like, let me get into this reality TV gossip and all that different stuff. But like, this is really kind of like a marathon and not a sprint. Mm -hmm. And it's more so like, okay, we know what we're committed to and what we're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. And so eventually the work that you do, it can be more long lasting when you actually put in a lot of intention behind it. And hone in your craft. Yeah. I mean, I know there's still like a lot that I personally have to learn in podcasting and-, and Shoot, all of us. Yeah. We're, we're learning as we go, but I feel grateful. We're committed, to it. we're committed to it. And I also feel grateful that we're doing it in the way that we are because it's like we have a community and we have an audience, but like think about if we had this like ginormous audience and following with- where we are now while we still have so much more to learn. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes, you know, you're put in spaces where you're not as visible or as seen so that you can work out those kinks. So Mm -hmm. then when we're put on the type of platform that will require a bigger audience, we will be well versed in what we're doing to have that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's the journey, y'all. It's the climb. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, of course. I would expect nothing less. (laughs) Well, with that being said, we're going to wrap it on up. Thank you all so much for listening. Please do not forget to submit your listener submissions. You can click the link in our Instagram bio in the link tree, and you will find the fill in the blank listener submission link in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Wherever you listen to your podcast, please make sure to leave us a lovely review about how much you love it here at fill in the blank podcast. You can find us anywhere where you get your audio. And then on YouTube, we are Feeling the Blank Podcast, and you can watch our lovely faces and Violet cuddle with us. Um, and then on the Tic Tac, we are Feeling the Blank Pod. 
on Instagram, we are fill in the blank underscore. And then I am it's K.G and Ayana is at Ayana.amore. We love you guys so much and thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. I want to say if you made it this far, thank you. Um, <laughs> Monday are the Grammys. Or no, today's the Grammy. So if Ice Spice wins a Grammy, we're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>